All right, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get into this. Uh, and I know this is, uh, yesterday was Christmas, and Merry Christmas to everyone, everyone out there watching, everyone out, out here in the house. And so, so uh, I'm, I'm not a proponent of, of, of uh, people just changing names and stuff like that, because names mean something. So Christmas, Christ, Mass, uh, the word mass is a smearing. Uh, the word Christ means the anointed one and the anointing. So the anointed one and the anointing smeared all over you. There's a mass of the anointing. Uh, that's what Christmas is about. And, um, and so, so here you have Christ who gave his life for us. We know that, right? Right? And so, so what, what we're going to find out today is it really was about us sin. See, because one, th- one of the major things that happened when Adam and Eve walked out of the presence of God, they lost sight of some things. See, all they could see is what was in the earth realm. They lost sight of the heaven realm. Remember in the beginning, God created heaven and earth together. And so once, the, once you lose sight of, of, of all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, uh, I was talking to my aunt late last night, and we, uh, we was talking about uh, uh, <laughs> uh, desperate people, uh, but she said, I think they use another word now. I think they use thirsty. <laughs> you know, I said, yeah. I said, so, 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 but the interesting thing is, like, when you lose sight of what God has for you, you will get desperate. You'll, you'll, you'll get uh, uh, thirsty. You'll think that you don't have enough because you can't see outside of the circumstances that's presented to you. But when you actually get a real, a real sight of what God has, what he has for you, what he's planned for you, you're, you're a lot more patient, you're a lot more trusting in God, and you're a lot less thirsty. You know, people that hoard are thirsty because why? They think they ain't going to get no more to drink. They think they ain't going to have nothing else left to give, right? And so, um, see, we've been talking about Real Vision, so I'm going to stay with Real Vision for this Christmas season because Christ died so we can get some Real Vision. And, and so we've been talking about Real Vision, so if you hear real, you think of opposite of that as what? Counterfeit, right? Uh, false. And so I was, I was, I was meditating in prayer this morning, and I was, and and I was just, just processing through just that whole thought, because counterfeit vision is almost like having coffee energy. You know, it's unsustainable. Oh, my bad. I know we got some coffee achievers here, but, but you know, it's unsustainable. Like you know, it takes you on a high, and then there's a crash, right? Uh, But see, it's not really real energy. See, real energy is not something you borrow, right? It's something you have, right? It's something you live with. It's something you can place a demand on anytime you need it. You can't do that with coffee energy, right? Y'all good? I mean, I'm I'm just just giving you a contrast here. You know, don't be, you know, uh, throwing away your Starbucks gift card that you got, right? But it's something you can place a demand and draw on. Oh, that's right, Karen. You got the Starbucks gift card, didn't you? <laughs> right? 
Um, so like Real Vision, uh, Real Vision is not borrow sight, right? Just like borrow energy. It's not borrow sight. Uh, it's not something that's, uh, that you desperately use up before, it's crash- before it crashes. You know what I'm saying? You know, when you have a certain amount, if you have a borrowed energy, you're hoping you use it before it crashes, right? <laughs> you know it's going to crash, right? But, but, but when, when it's something that's real, you don't think like that because you can, you can place a demand on it anytime you need it. So, so, so we were uh, praying holy, holy, holy. And, and uh, I was praying this morning on my face with the Lord. And the Lord, while I was praying, he was just showing me stuff. So I was like, Lord, so it's okay for me to write this down or do I have to stay, you know, do I stay in prayer? You give it to me later, <laughs> you know, because you know, I just start, I mean, I'm right in worship and I'm like, boy, this is good. I don't want to forget this. Um, but he was showing me real vision is whole vision. It's whole vision. Now, when you say whole, there's a word that, that sometimes we skip over or maybe, you know, we don't pay attention to. Uh, called salvation, which means wholeness. So, so, so Christ died, what? For us to be saved, right? For us to have salvation, wholeness, right? And, and so salvation, um, how can I put it? It's only that which is whole can experience overflow, right? You have to be filled to experience overflow. You have to be whole. You can't be in part and fulfill whole overflow. So when we're praying holy, 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 if, I, if, if you're praying holy, 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 and why are you praying holy, 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 I said wholeness, wouldn't you feel a sense of harmony there somewhere? See, now remember those angels kept going around saying holy, holy, holy. Like every time they went around the ark, holy, 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 because each time they went around, they saw more. And they never, and to this day, no one saw it all. And to this day, every time we pass the presence of God, we see more. And the only thing we can say is holy, holy, holy. They just kept saying holy, 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 holy. See, it was real and it was continuous, right? And it covered every aspect of, of, of their being. There was nothing missing. And there was nothing like it. So all they could say was holy, holy, holy. Right? And see, so that's what real vision is like. Right? So we have to ask ourselves, are we saturated with real vision or are we barely wet? Right? And so let's go to Joel 2 with just Joel 2. Because it's not, uh, uh, am I skipping? I might be skipping in some of the notes. It's not, you know how when you, you all right, so you, uh, you got two young boys, Jamal, right? And they are different stages. So you remember the stage, and, and they're not that far from it, where whatever you said was like, you're like God. Like, you know, whatever comes out your mouth. That's dad. You know, whatever dad says, he's wonderful. Yeah. So, you, so but, but you, 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 you remember the shift when you were being questioned? But, but before, you're dad. You're older. You've been out ahead. But now there's a place where you got to 
I know one person in particular, probably both, but I know one person in particular. I ain't gonna say he got a mask on right now. Right? <laughs> right? Got a lot, got questions. But sometimes it's almost like, I know. You, you, ever, you ever experienced that? Like the, the I know exchange? Yeah. And um, just, I remember when I, I started experiencing that with my son. And it was like, what happened, what happened yesterday? Like, just, just a little while ago, you were getting all the information to, keep, keep, to clear your vision. Now, you're rejecting information as if you have all you need to know. So, at that time, you do know something, but you ain't whole yet. And so, some of us went through that stage and never recovered. Think about it, remember? Some of us broke out of the house, remember that? It wasn't that long ago, stop tripping. You remember you broke out? And, and really, and every time you made a mistake, you know how you kind of like, it was not really a mistake? Okay, you might not have said it on the outside, but you know on the inside, you're like, well, if I kind of, if this happens, then I really didn't mess up. You know that feeling, right? Instead of just eating that I messed up and then getting back to the resource where you can get back on track, you stay out there too long, right? Right? Y'all know what I'm talking, y'all don't forgot? Some of y'all was just last week. You know, it was just last week where you sat in denial knowing good and well that wasn't the right move. It ain't been the right move in the last two years because it's not real vision. It's not, it's not whole. It's incomplete. That's not a put down. Wouldn't you want to have real vision? Hey, listen. Uh, uh, so I, I shared this story before. We had a business school. And I remember a guy goes to the business school. He comes to my office. He goes, man, they tripping. You know, so you have to go through feasibility before you do your business plan to see if what you believe you're doing is feasible, to see if it's real. And so the person got a D on his uh, feasibility test. And he was like, man, I can't believe they gave me a D. I said, no, it's a good thing. He said, what you mean it's a good thing? I said, don't you want to know if it's feasible or not? Don't you want to know if it's real just because it, you feel like it, it seems like a good idea? That don't mean it's what you should be doing. But we're so prideful, we think soon as we consider something and we feel good about our emotions is, we think that we got to stop there. We have to, do, once we committed to that, that's it, because we're protecting our pride more than trying to see clearly. We see in part. So your emotions and your excitement is valid because you're, you're picking up something, right? But when you add your pride, you're going to stay stuck in that part that you see. But humility, if you stay in humility, you, it'll get clearer and clearer as you get closer and closer. Don't you want to know what's going to fulfill you, not just thrill you? But we want to stay in the thrill at the expense of fulfillment. You see what I'm saying? Because we don't want to know the truth. We don't want to know what's real. Like we process in, in pockets of our life so long because we don't want to face, face reality. Not because we're necessarily uh, trying to be evil, but like we're not fighting to see. Because yeah, you, you, you know how you live life and you, you do stuff, you really don't want to know the truth. And you avoid people that can tell you the truth. But if it's something real, 
You, it stands the test before any type of criticism, scrutiny, any questions. Bring it. What questions you got? It doesn't mean everybody's going to be in agreement. But it means that no matter what, see, this is the thing. We, uh, listen, do you, you think everybody was in agreement with us coming to Charlotte, North Carolina? Hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of people was not agreement with us coming to North Carolina. Right? But we didn't hide the vision because it was real. And so we were willing to look bad to express it knowing that it was real and eventually at the end it shall speak. And when it speaks, it's going to be, bring clarity to people that didn't understand. Right? It's speaking. People will understand. One person shared with me, man, I was just, man, be honest with you, I was in my feelings. At the time, I, I, I kind of like kind of thinking more, I would rather you stay here. They shared it later, years later. You understand? You're, okay, stay with me here. So Joel 2, I told you to go to Joel, and I still haven't gotten here yet. All right? Kind of pastor gives instruction that he's behind on. I don't even know where Joel's at. <laughs> what kind of pastor you don't know where Joel's at? I'm playing. What was you about to give me the, what did you say right after? Where's Jason going? Guess he already got, I guess he already got the vision, huh? So Joe, pastor, what are you doing? I don't know. Joe 2, and we'll lock in here on verse 27. Joel 2, verse 27. It says, look, you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. Now, this is some interesting stuff here. I'm going to know he's God. Everybody else is going to know he's God, and my people should not be ashamed. So that means before people know me and before I do what I'm doing, it's going to look like my people are ashamed. Right? It's going to look like, oh, Mr. Holy, you doing all that. That's stupid. Man, why would you do that? That's stupid. You ain't having no fun. It's going to look like, you're going to, David, you going to do that vision? You going to be all that serious about? Come on, David. Come on, man. Yo, you, come on back out here with us, man. Man, man, you know you're looking like a fool in front of the fellas. But it says my people are not going to be ashamed. Right? Okay, all right. Yeah, y'all got me so far. 28. And it says, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will afterward. He didn't say right away. Afterward, <laughs> I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Look, and your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Right? And so... <laughs> So you got, I want to focus on two things here. The old dreaming and the young having vision. Okay? So the old are more analysts and intellectuals, right? With a tendency to lean to your own understanding. They depend on the sense realm. Because they have what? Experience. Right? 
right? Some of y'all, it's hard for you to move into the uncertainty because of experience, right? Because of education, because of intellect, because you're cerebral, because you're a math major, you know? Like me, you know, I'm a cerebral thinker. I'm I'm a chess player, you know. So that was my problem (laughs) because it didn't logically make sense to me. Sense realm dependent, right? So people that are sense realm dependent, the reason why they're going through dreams is because they're more apt to get clarity in dreams. Because that's when what's not in the way? Steph, what's not in the way when, you do, when, you, when you're knocked out sleep? Right. You can't analyze as much when you sleep. You can only get the information God's giving you. Right? And so I said, I said old and young. I know it says man, but underneath man, which is a species, is what? Male and female. Right? All right. So the Bible says what? Lean out to your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. So there's a tendency what? to lean to our own understanding, to analyze how many things that we've talked ourselves out of. All right, so when you got seven people, yeah, I put my hand up because I'm included. You know what I'm saying? I've talked myself out of it. So, so that's old men. Young men are more spontaneous and impulsive, right? So young, those that are young are more spontaneous and impulsive, right? With limited what? Knowledge and experience, right? So they're more apt to act on vision. Tell those kids something right now. They jump, they jump right on it, right? Because they don't have experience. So uh, uh, we was doing the basketball out there, so, so, so Kenzie's been out there with us, with some other people. But I noticed when you, when you teach her something, she just rolls with it, right? So her dad, I had him uh, when he was younger. He ain't do that. He didn't just roll with it because he thought he was sweet. So, so, when, so, so when he came along, he had experience, you know? So, so when he came along, it's kind of like, you know, and then he was, uh, was trying to get you, Ray. So Ray make a shot, right? So you make a shot, you run out of court. Like, I was like, is there a mirror down there, brother? What you do, right? So, but, but the difference between the two is without her experience and she's really excited about what she's doing, she just gets in and acts on it. Because she doesn't have a whole lot of other stuff in the way. You think I'm talking about Kenzie and Ray? Right, so, so what God does is for, for us, a lot of us that have these experiences, negative or positive or intellectual or not, he, he takes us through what's called night and inner vision, right? We call it dreams, right? And so... This is the picture we see in our inner man, in our spirit man. These are our unconscious visuals. Now, some of us blow these things off. I had a dream. And guess what? It was so vivid. And a lot of times it's stuff that you would love to have, right? But you go, oh, that was just a dream. <laughs> Boy, if, it's, if some of us can testify, we're living out our dream. Stuff that we saw, we're now walking in. Ain't that right, Kelly's? Right? You see what I'm saying? Like, but, you, but see, you're so busy participating, you don't realize you dreamed this. You see, you don't realize it. Like, 
I remember uh, I was getting on my wife. Uh, I got some good revelations for the, for the, for the relationship boot camp. You know, it's going to stress the husbands, but it's going to make the wives happy. But, <clears throat> but I, I, uh, I remember, so I would be like, babe, babe, like, like, hold on, just you go over there, go over there. Remember we tell the story, we go to the store, and I'd be like, let me just go get what I got to get and wait right here. She's like, well, I want to go with you. And, and so then I was, I was in the kitchen one day, you know, because I was like, come on, babe, like, chill out. And I saw her in the kitchen, but I saw that picture before. And God says, so all the stuff you complained about, you know you dream for, right? You dream for somebody that want to be with you. Guess what you got? Somebody want to be with you. What the problem is, you know what I'm <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Like, like, we don't realize. I know I'm talking about the husbands, but you, you dream for me. I'm a manifestation of your dreams, right? You know how you, be, you want, hey, look, hey, hey, ho, I'm looking for my Boaz. You think Boaz just looked like a Boaz? He act like a Boaz too. He became a Boaz by way of the, the intricacies of, of, of his thinking, his exhaustiveness, right? That's how he became that. See, we forgot that part, right? We just want to just look like at the part, you ain't got to be it, right? So we're getting what we dream, right? Even some of the worst case scenarios that we're looking at, we're we walking them out right now. The thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. All right, so, so, so this night vision helps us to get these unconscious visuals. I would say, especially uh, coming up here, some of you should have already been doing it, you need to be writing these dreams down. I was talking to David, and David had a dream about the new building. He had the same dream that Joe had. They ain't talked to each other. And it was the same, they dreamed what we had already been talking about. And he ain't know. He had no clue. Y'all need to be writing these dreams down. Because what happens is the world has set us up where we're, too, we're analyzing too much. We're worrying about too much. God is downloading stuff in our dreams, and we're blowing off the dreams, magnifying what we see in the natural, which is circumstance. All right, so we got this night vision and inner vision. But then there's something called trance or open vision, right? That's that's. When our abilities are frozen so God can minister whatever is needed, it's visualization from God with our eyes wide open. Sometimes we blow that off too. You're seeing something, right? God puts you in a trance and you're seeing something because God's trying every way possible to get you to see, right? And, you know, we saw this. I'm going to just give you the references because I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time uh, but, but Acts chapter 10, 9 through 23, that's when Peter had an open vision about the unclean food. And God says, what I call blessed is blessed. But he was trying to set them up to minister to the Gentiles, you know, because they wasn't under children of Israel. And then um, John's open vision in, in, in uh, Revelations 1, when he, you know, he saw the heavens and he saw, you know, people use it. African-Americans used to say, well, his feet was brass. Who has brass feet? You know, like. Ain't none of us pure brass. Pure brass almost look like gold. You know, but anyway, but hey, I know you, you put up your, your kinder cloth just now. Calm down. Take it easy. 
I'm just saying he had a vision of something that he wasn't there to take place. And then, of course, we know in uh, Genesis chapter 40, you had the cupbearer and you had the baker that had dreams that Joseph interpreted. Remember? Right? We all, you know, you know, uh, you know, Joseph had a dream, right? We'll probably get into that later. Genesis 37 through 50 is the whole process, but of his dream. Look, he had the dream. Look, he had a dream. He got, he got criticized and ridiculed for it because he spoke something that, man, you, you got to be crazy. Then he got made, a, he was put, in, put to slavery, went to prison. All the stuff was unfair. Doesn't look like doesn't look like the dream is coming to pass based on the circumstance. It was all unfair. But Joseph kept his focus on God and the dream manifested. And he had to go through all the things that were unfair to get to the actual dream. So if we're going through something unfair when it seems insurmountable, if we just tap into the dream, God, show me what I haven't been seeing. Give me in hindsight, like we talked about last week, last week, what I've been missing, because obviously this is a part of me getting to the dream that I haven't been locked in on. So show me what I haven't been locked in on, all right? Somebody should, should tap into what I just said, right? So, so I was thinking through this, right, and just this whole dream state thing. And let's go to Genesis 2. So, hey, 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 we, we, we Bible scholars around here because we've been coming to Wednesdays, or at least watching Wednesdays, and we know about things like the law of first mention or the first mention principle, right? Right? So let's look at this. Genesis 2. Right? So, so Genesis 2, I'll block here, or we're going to get to 21, and 20, 21 through 23, but I want to mention verse 18. It says, and the Lord God said, it's not good that the man should be alone. I will make him, look, a help me for him. <laughs> right? So it's not good for him to be alone. So now, then he goes through a process. Before he makes Adam a help me, he showed Adam that he needed one. Right? Before he gave him what he, what he needed, he showed him. So he brought all that was created before him. He's naming stuff, but as he was, he, as he was naming stuff, nothing connected to him that it was anything that could fulfill him. Nothing. So now once this, 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 this void started to operate, God said, okay, so now I'm, I'm going to create and help me. But again, God has already, Adam has some experience with what God created already. And, and what he's about to create, he hasn't seen. So God knew he's going to get in his head. So look at what he did. Genesis 2.21. It says, and unto Adam also, and, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm at three, I'm sorry. Genesis 2.21. And the Lord God, look, caused what? A deep sleep. <laughs> to fall upon Adam. And he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up his flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And God said, this is now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called 
woman or womb man because she was taken out of man. Interesting, when God wanted to give man help, he had to render him unconscious. No, here, now you got to listen. When God wanted to give man help, he had to render him unconscious. He had, he had to do it while he was in his sleep. When he, he had to do it through night vision. He had to do it through dreams. To give him help. Because it's hard for man to receive help, ain't it? I should get a whole lot more amens. It's hard for man to receive help, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so this dream state is, uh, uh, is called ecstasis, uh, E-C-K-S-T-A-S-I-S. That's Hebrew for dream, right? It's a change of state, right? It's a change of state, lethargy, uh, a displacement of mind that is uh, bewilderment, ecstasy. You've heard that word, right? They got that word from ecstasis, ecstasy. It's uh, to be amazed, it's amazement, it's astonishment, it's a trance. See, see, it's a change of state. I'm not in my normal consciousness, right? I'm 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 in a state of unconsciousness, but my conscience is just not in a way. But I still picking up in my inner man, right? And so, so, so God took him through this, this, this process. Look, the scripture says this, Proverbs 25 says, wisdom is bound in the heart of a man. It takes a man of understanding to draw it out, right? I, might, I think I have the right scripture. Um, so, so there's wisdom bound in the heart of man. Help is within us. But it takes a man of understanding to draw it out. So, so when, when I was reading through this, guy was saying help was bound in the, in the rib or the heart of man. It took God Almighty to put him in a dream state to draw it out. To put him in a state of night vision to draw out the help that he needed from within. Because every time he tried to show him, he would go right to his head. Every time he tried to show him, every time God tries to show us what's in our, what he put in our heart, you know, delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. He'll give you the desires of your heart, not what you've already created, right? So every time he tries to reveal it, we go right to our head. We try to validate it based on our head. So God shows us something, uh, but I have not seen nor ear have heard nor and into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for. But every time God shows us, we go right to our head and try to rationalize and justify and and figure out how it's going to play out as opposed to just receiving it in our heart, right? Right? So a lot of times God has to reveal it to us in a dream. All right, so I'm going to give you this, uh, Isaiah 29, 9 through 16, right? 9 through 16. Isaiah 29, 9 through 16. I believe I'm giving you the NLT version. I'm not particularly sure, but I believe it is. It says, and he says, and you, and you, are you amazed and incredulous? Don't you believe it? I'm sorry, I should have gave you time to get there. Isaiah 29, 9 through 16. All right, so this is NLT version. It says, are you amazed and incredulous? Don't you believe it? then go ahead and be blind. So, so, so I'm showing you something. I'm trying to give you vision. 
Don't you believe it? This is what God's saying. Okay, if you don't believe it, go ahead and be blind if you want to. Because, think about it. Now, God is not tripping. Some of us have been working hard to blind ourselves from God's reality. Right? You know, because sometimes it's like it seems like it's too much, and you tell yourself it don't take all that, but it seems like what's being asked of me, I don't know if I can do. So if I excuse it as not a target, then I'm not responsible to prepare for it. Right? Sanctify myself or set myself. So, so we choose to be blind. Uh, when we was, used to get high back in the day, some of y'all watching, but back in the day, we used to be up in the uh, third floor on Vassar Avenue next to my friend Todd's house uh, and Kenny Williams' house, and we would be up there, yo, yo, I'm blind, man. We just get smoked out. I'm blind. We're trying to be blind, right? Now, we was getting smoked out. What you smoking? All right, so anyway, it says, are you amazed and credulous? Don't you believe? It says, then go ahead and be blind. You are stupid, but not from wine. You stagger, but not from liquor. For the Lord has poured out on you a spirit of deep sleep. He says, you don't realize what you're processing through. I put you in a state where you can get some things that are different. But you keep trying to shake it off instead of locking into it. You wake up out of that dream and you're trying to shake it off as opposed to starting to write and inquire of me to get the rest of the details. Right? Look, he says, he has closed the eyes of your prophets and visionaries. So now, okay, so now every time I try to tell you something, you're going to these people you know, and, and at this, the backdrop is he's, he was talking to uh, a particular culture uh, that, you know, it's like, it's like he's talking to Jerusalem because you read through the scripture, he's talking to Jerusalem, but, he, but there, are, there are governments in Jerusalem. I was talking to my aunt about this last night. And I said, I said, well, just like anything else, I said, I was reading through the scripture and it says like, so he's talking to Jerusalem. And I was reading, I was like, remember how we talked, we was talking about on, on Fridays, how the Bible shifts in different things. So he's talking to Jerusalem, but then within the, the middle of the scripture, it shifts. He's going to bless Jerusalem. So I'm reading through the Bible like, well, you just said you was getting them. He, he was getting the, the, the government. But, but there's people, there's a remnant within the government that's trying to live right, but they're being, the, the, the people that were being put in authority were leading them wrong. Just like it's going on in, in, in our different uh, cultures and states. I told, my, I told my aunt, I said, I said, think about it. There's people that look at Newark and say, I ain't going to Newark, but there's some wonderful people in Newark. I'm talking to one right now. I said, but the layers of, of people that's guiding the city is misrepresenting the city. So, 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 so people, I ain't going there. Them people crazy. Man, ain't everybody crazy. And hey, y'all need to stop talking about my family. <laughs> right? You understand what I'm saying? Same thing was going on here in Jerusalem. So he says, look, he says, I have closed the eyes of your prophets and visionaries. It says, all the future events in this vision are like a sealed book to them. So, so what, I'm, what I'm revealing to you, they can't even see it, right? It says, when, when you give it to those who can read, they will say, we can't read it because it is sealed. What he's saying is when you give it to those that have experience and intellect, those that have, have 
have promoted themselves above you as know-it-alls, you're going to give them this and they're like, I don't know what this is. Because they can't see real vision. What they've been talking about ain't real. Right? He says, uh, he says, when you give it to those who cannot read, they will say, we don't know how to read. We can't process this. He says, and, and so the Lord says, these people say they are mine. They honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. He says, they don't want to see real vision. They just talking it. They, they, well, I was talking, we saying this the other day, people live life where once they acknowledge God, they're good. Uh, I was studying this out for something else, but uh, the, uh, the, uh, the man of God said, uh, people are willing to go through the first pain, and that's it. First pain, I've accepted Jesus, and then they live the rest of their life the way they lived it before. So the first pain is for you to change your life. And then now you have to take on new instruction and doctrine. Now you have to take on a new diet to live the life. I was thinking about Pastor Mel. Uh, so she, uh, uh, the running conversation yesterday was, it's a lifestyle. So they was asking her why she wasn't eating, which we all know, uh, especially a holiday. If it's a holiday, Pastor Mel go, hey, it's a holiday. But she brought her food. Right? And she didn't eat none of this stuff. I was proud of her. But she kept saying, it's a lifestyle change. And I said, I told her at the table, I said, I'm proud of you. I said, because normally, this is Christmas. I said, you, 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 you will break whatever you've established for Christmas. Or, and Thanksgiving, same thing, same Thanksgiving. She kept, she, she was locking in. All right, but it's the same thing with Christ. Some people have come to Christ and treating it like a new diet, but not a lifestyle change. And so what's happening is when they first come, they're eating the right food for, for when they first come. But they kick right back into their default and start eating the food of the world. Because it's not a lifestyle change. It's just something, they're just going through the initial pain of change, but not going through the different intervals of pain that it takes, change, takes to break all of you. See, so the scripture says, don't be just a hearer of the word, be a doer of the word. A person that hears the word and doesn't do the word is like a person that beholds themselves in a mirror. It says, goes his way. So, so sees, ah, I can see. You know that first initial you can see? But then they go the way that they used to go and forget what manner of man they were. Forget what they saw. Forget the initial pain it took for them to actually embrace Christ. And they lose sight of real vision that was taking them to fulfillment and start to eat of the delicacies of the old life. And then they come up with philosophies to justify it and excuse it. Those philosophies and justifications is, is, is saying... Go ahead and be blind. That's what God is saying. Go ahead and be blind. And then when God starts to send them the real vision that they said they wanted when they went through the initial pain, right, they reject it. 
They say, I can't read it. Some of them say, I don't understand it. Then they send it to people that's supposed to read it, interpret it for them, but they haven't been living real vision either. They don't know God. They know religious jargon. They know how to acknowledge God, how to say all the different things that they heard in Wednesday night and, and Sunday night. It ain't about if you know how to say what you heard. It's about if you know how to live out what you heard. And not if, what you, if you know how to live out you heard when people are watching. If it's a lifestyle change, it's your default. It's what you do without thinking about it. But if somebody catches you in a moment when it's that you don't know they're watching, what comes out there? The life you really live. The false vision. The counterfeit vision. All right, so, so stay with me here. I'm just... Just, I'm just reading the scriptures, that's all. I'm just trying to give you an understanding of what the scriptures are saying, right? It says, these people say they are mine. They honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. They worship, look, look. It says, uh, it says and their worship of me is nothing but man-made rules and learn rote. It says, because of this, I will once again astound these hypocrites, look, with amazing wonders, real vision. It says, the wisdom of the wise will pass away, and the intelligence of the intelligent will disappear. It says, what sorrow awaits those who try to hide their plans from the Lord, who do their evil deeds in the dark, because they want to be blind. Look, they say this, the Lord can't see us, they say. He doesn't know what's going on. How foolish can you be? He is the potter. And he is certainly greater than you, the clay. Should the created thing say of one who made it? He didn't make me. Does a jar ever say the potter who made me is stupid? He's saying we've been operating a way where we think the realities of, of what we do in the dark is not totally revealed to God. And we think that we are not going to experience the consequences for that. And then when we hear stuff like that, we convert that into, was it fire and brimstone? But when somebody is not doing you right, you're clearly communicating that ain't right and how it affects you. But if they go, you just fire and brimstone in me because you said, I don't think about you. You don't. You see what I'm saying? Like, when you're communicating what's bothering you, every standard of your criticism is to be valued. When God is communicating what's bothering him, we change his standard of criticism to condemnation. He's just making you aware, stop playing games, and embrace real vision. It's the same thing you say to other people. But when God says it to you, it's, it, we, we tri God's tripping, right? He's saying, oh, oh, I know this. He's taking away your fun. What fun? See, it's not real fun. The blessings of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow to them. So, overeating because you're depressed. That's fun? Look, looking in the mirror and not happy with what you see. That's fun. And all that is because without real vision, you're thirsty. And when you're thirsty, you'll, you'll, you'll drink anything. When you're hungry, you'll eat anything. Listen, this is not a put down. 
because we got to go into next year with real vision. And, we, and it has to be a lifestyle change. It can't be something we're just doing in the moment. You see what I'm saying? And see, we don't want to know the truth. We'll show up boisterous, 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 y'all know the word, boisterously communicating our fake vision and everybody around us starts to conform because they don't want to say nothing to make you feel bad. Nobody's telling you the truth because they don't want to hear your snapback. I'm not going to say nothing. You say something. You, your, your funky attitude. Nobody's saying nothing. And in some cases, some people don't even know they have a funky attitude because nobody told them because it's so funky, they're scared. Come up to me today, I'll tell you. I won't, I, won't, I, won't, I won't put you down, I'll just tell you. Oh, yeah, it's funky. And you chasing away everything that's a part of God's real vision for your life. You done created so many landmines. Didn't we do a teaching on landmines or something? What's it called that? That, that nobody wants to come near you because they think they're going to blow up. But all these people God is sending around you with the pieces to your real vision. And you're chasing them away. Sometimes you're stoic. Sometimes you're indifferent. Now, I'm, I'm talking about those the people that are that. Some of y'all just flat out nasty. I didn't say no names. People out there in TV land, Melanie's people. <laughs> right? Some people are just flat out nasty. And so what happens is, think of how you feel when you go around a nasty situation. Oh, oh, oh y'all do this. Because the nasty people don't like the nasty waiters or the nasty people that call you, or the nasty, right? You, you can't stand them, right? They're a reflection of you. That, I, did I say that? Too late, it's out there. You said we don't like these things, but we are these things. And, and God is saying, hey, 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 you're not condemned. It's okay, because you can change. You can embrace real vision. You can stop hiding. You can stop hyping. Y'all know what I mean by hyping, right? Right? And it's okay. But the thing is, we can actually really be happy. Can't we, me, Asia? Yeah, we can, we can do this. But we can't keep... You don't see me. I, I, hey, this is my favorite story ever. Little kid. He was standing in front, in front of a flower pot. We all walking in the theater, and he's standing there like, you don't see me. He's standing. We all see him. <laughs> you don't see me. So you figure if he turned this way, he's not looking at us. We don't see him. But guess what? We all looking at you. I'm not, y'all still think I'm talking about that kid? Everybody see it, including you. Your default is, you don't see this. I just didn't do that. That just didn't happen. What was it, the, the comedian? What me? <laughs> what me? It was you. And see, see, it sounds like, man, it's Christmas, man. I don't want to hear this message. So, so if not now, when? Just help me out. If not now, people dying. People losing their lives. It's not now, when? 
People are losing their lives. The scriptures all creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God, waiting for us to get in right in place, to operate in real vision so people can participate in the real vision that you're operating in. So if not now, when? Hey, you tell me, what's a good time? Hey, we don't, hey let's not do a Christmas because it's a Christmas holiday. Oh, can't do a New Year's, New Year's holiday, right? Well, we just started the New Year's. We're just getting into this thing. Give us some time. Well, here we go. It's Easter Sunday. Resurrection Sunday, we got to focus on that. Hey, it's Mother's Day and Father's Day, we got to get to that. Hey, got a few birthdays in there. Hey, no, not a few. We got tons of birthdays. We spend it every weekend doing a birthday something, right? So we got a birthday something going on, right? It's the weekend. Come on. Monday, let's start at Monday. But now we're busy at work. Then you have the catastrophe because you're not in God's pocket, so you got to get through all the catastrophes. Then when you finally recover the, the catastrophes, we need a break, man. We just need a, we need a rest from the, the, the chaos we caused. We got to go take a vacation for the chaos we caused. So we come off the vacation, and man, I'm just getting back in the swing of things, man. I'm just getting back in the swing of things. Next thing you know, it's almost the end of the year again. Man, it's getting cold, man. Let's wait till the springtime comes. <laughs> and we keep going through the same cycle. If not now, when? One of the things, uh, uh, she challenged herself. She was like, listen, I just got to change my lifestyle. And I was just tripping. I didn't tell her, but I was really tripping. Like, I was like, it's Christmas. Like, I, I'm not even going to say nothing. This, 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 is, this is your thing. This, you know, I, I know her thing. This is her thing. And then, you know, I, I, she's the soul food eater. I'm the picky eater. And so I'm watching her, like, and listen, sometimes she's spending a lot of hours preparing this food. Like, she has something to do. One Sunday, she was up extra early to prepare her meals. So she, you know, because you got all these rehearsals going on now. Look, I guarantee you, she, she, it's probably somewhere around her now, that little, uh, uh, what is it, the uh, lunch, lunch thing? Don't she got it with her? Even at church now. We'll be driving, she'll be in the car making sure she stays on her plan while she's in the car. Y'all still think I'm talking about meals? Because see, if we don't make this change, somebody's going to have a vision for this year. Y'all call them resolutions that you're going to eat the pain of it at the beginning of the year. And then you're going to slip right back into your same lifestyle. You've been doing this stuff for the last 10, 15 years. And, 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 and so, so, let me tell you something. You know why we're having this message? Because this, this pattern needs to be interrupted, man. We got to stop this. We all have stuff to do. I'm supposed to be drinking from that vision, too, that you decide that you don't want to put out there for nobody to do. You, you, you want to be blind to. I'm supposed to be drinking from the, eating from, we're supposed to be eating from that fruit, too that you don't want to plant and stay locked in and nurture that thing to it flourish. You're looking for an out. What are we doing? Hey, there's, there's, some, there, there's some wives looking for some husbands that's supposed to eat from that thing. There's some husbands looking for some wives, but they're looking for real vision. All right, so anyway, let's read the Amplified. <laughs> Read the Amplified verse. It says, It will be as when a hungry man dreams that he is eating, but, but he awakens, his hunger is not satisfied. 
So the hungry man dreams he's eating, but he awakened is not satisfied because he really ain't getting nothing to eat. Because <laughs> it's, it's not a real vision. Or when a thirsty man dreams that he is drinking, but he awakens, in fact, he is faint and his thirst is not quenched. So will the multitude of all the nations who fight against Mount Zion. This is what he's saying. Stop and take some time and wonder at this prophecy. Blind yourselves and be blinded at its fulfillment of your spiritual incompetence. It says, they are drunk, but not from wine. They stagger, but not from strong drink. For the Lord has poured over you a spirit of deep sleep. Put you in a dream state. Get you unconscious. He has closed your eyes. You who are prophets. And he has covered your heads. You who are the seers. The entire vision of all things will be to you like words of a scroll that is sealed, which they give to one who can read, saying, read this, please. And he shall say, I cannot, for it is sealed. Then the book will be given to one who cannot read, saying, read this, please. And he will say, I cannot read. So you got those that are supposed to be able to read, they blind. You got those who can't read because they haven't prepared themselves to pick up real vision, right? It says, then said, Lord, because this nation approaches me only with their words, and honors me only with their lip service, but they remove their hearts far from me, and their reverence for me is a tradition that is learned by route, that's with any, any regard for its meaning, without any regards for its meaning. Therefore, listen carefully, I will again do marvelous and amazing things with this people that you've been cheating from real vision. I added the cheating from real vision part, that's not in here, <laughs> right? Uh, this is, this is, I'm explaining the scripture. Doesn't the Bible say you don't add to or take away? I'm explaining the scripture, man. Stop. See, that's religious. All right. It says, therefore, listen carefully. I will again do. I'm sorry. Uh, and the wisdom of the Lord and the wisdom of the wise men will perish, and the understanding of their discerning men will be hidden. Whoa, judgment is coming. To those who try to deeply hide their plans from the Lord, whose deeds are done in, dark, in a dark place, who say, who sees us? Or who knows us? You turn things upside down with your perversity. Shall the potter be considered equal with the clay? That the thing that is made would say to its maker, he did not make me. Or the thing that formed say to whom formed it, he has no understanding. On that day, the death will hear the words of a book, and out of their gloom and darkness, their, the eyes of the blind will see the words of the book. So what he's saying is, I'm going to start sending some things that those that's been waiting on me, they're going to see. Because they're going to see real vision. But those that's been in deception and lying, they ain't going to be able to understand it. So, so before they know it, something's going to manifest that they won't be participating in because they didn't see it coming. And for those that's just been ignorant to see, they ain't going to be able to see it coming either. But those that's been waiting on the Lord, they're going to see it coming. And they're going to participate in real vision. Man, God is real. What he has for us is real. And by now... 
keep quoting her. We had we had a long when we talked. We talked for a long time. So this is my aunt. Like she says, it doesn't take that long for you to realize what's not best for you. Now that's somebody eighty. They they they've been around. She knows what she's talking about. She says it don't take that long, and it doesn't. I, I said this the other week. It don't even take a tree to grow as long as it takes some of us to, to recognize we got to shift some, we got to change some things. You know, they say it's crazy doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting the different results. You know, it's crazy to keep fighting people that's trying to help and saying something's wrong with them. You know, it's crazy to keep using the excuse people are putting you down when that's everybody, because everybody talking to you is trying to get you to see the truth. What's the common denominator? Us, right? Oh, so just me, Kalina, and David, right? It's just us, right? That's it. The rest of y'all receive so well. Oh, Chris. Yeah, just shout out for Chris, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's us four. <laughs> right? And so we have to move beyond what we've seen or know to what we can't see and what's revealed, right? We have to move beyond what we've seen or know because sometimes we just live in what we believe we know. Because, you know, we talk to people all the time. They're talking to us. God has afforded us sight. We don't do anything to impair our vision. We set ourselves apart to hear from God, not to communicate our personal preference, but what God says. But you got people talking to us like, you're questioning me, as if you set yourself apart and prepared yourself to see. Oh, yeah, I, I read scripture all the time. I didn't ask you that. We got, we got people around here quote scriptures left and right that don't apply. The scripture says, if you hear the word and don't do it, you'll forget what manner of man you were. You'll go back blind again. All right? And so instead of people really seeing that something's communicated from God and taking it and and sitting with God and saying, God, break this down to me more. Search the scriptures and see if it's dough. They're fighting and they're trying to come up with excuses. They'll listen to false doctrine and apply that to, 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 to what the word says. Right? Taking things out of context, not understanding the language of, of, of the scripture or nothing. You know, and, and, and it's, it's not that people are being evil, but most people are looking for an out instead of an in. Now, ask yourself... Do your normal flow when you're talking about the things of God is are you looking for an out or an in? Are you looking for a reason to say that that doesn't apply to you or you don't have to do that? Or no, that's not what it's saying. It don't take all that. Or you're saying, hey, this is going to be difficult, but that's my new target. We talked about that Wednesday, right? What's wrong with just saying, ah, man, man, you know, I kind of been... Ah, I've been doing this for a long time. Like, you know, I mean, I used to drink, drink. I'm just having a little wine from time to time. It's going to be hard, but hey, that's my new target. Based on what the word said, if you, I'll take anything you have to offer to help me. As opposed to, see, there you go. Ah, Jesus turned water into wine. Now, we're talking about you blind and you referring to Jesus' water into wine. How do we parallel? Help me out. And then, I see if I said, you know what? You guys are going to hell if you keep turning water into wine. I saw y'all at the house turning that water into wine. Now y'all need to shut that down. You ain't living right. Jesus turned water into wine. You got me? 
keep turning the water into wine. But we're using the scripture to justify our intoxication. Show me the scripture that says Jesus was intoxicated. I'm talking to y'all out there on TV. <laughs> Show me. I can hear you. <laughs> right, y'all, I'm, see, y'all, I'm just, I want, see, how did, how did he even process that that way? I saw it because I have clear vision. I saw it where people been blowing over for years. I just saw it. It makes sense. Come on, to be honest, it don't make sense, doesn't it? It ain't apples to apples, is it? Come on, y'all. Get, can I get two amens, just two? Could a brother get two? A little help. That's why those preachers was like, I ain't getting no help in here. <laughs> right? All right, so move beyond what you've seen or know to what you can't see or what's revealed. So the scripture says, don't look at the things that you see for their temple. So that's what we already know. Look at the things you can't see for their eternal. That's what we haven't seen and needs to be revealed. So the scripture says you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things, right? You have an unction from the Holy One and is a conjunction and you know all things. An unction from the Holy One is a knowing. That word unction means to know. So that draws you in. So you know something, but you don't know all things. So you know a part, but you don't know all things. You know a part, but you don't have the whole. So some of us have a part, but we don't have, we just talk about wholeness, salvation, holy, 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 but we don't have all of it. And we have to stay just as humble as it took us to go through the initial pain to come to Christ and recognize we needed help. A solid Christian knows they need help from Christ. Daily, give us this day our daily bread. A person that's operating as a fool thinks they have it all. They have enough. Soon as we think we have enough, soon as we, hey, how about this line? Well, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. When you start to give off a resume of what you're doing, what are you really saying? I'm doing enough. You're not comparing it to the whole. You're not comparing it to all God wants you to have to be what he wants you to be. You're comparing it to what you've done before or what you think other people are doing. But the scripture says, dare not to compare yourself with yourself and others. 2 Corinthians 10, uh, 12, right? Let's think about it. Okay, I just want you to see. We make those statements, right? But I'm doing this, that, and the other. Like, like if somebody says, well, you probably need to do this, that. But I'm doing this, that, and the other. Why are you bringing up what you're doing? If you're in a situation, obviously it's not enough. Right? Stella, am I tripping? That means, but not enough don't mean you, something wrong with you. Add to what you're doing. How many people think they've read enough? Prayed enough? Sanctified enough? Since, since I ain't getting no yeses and amens, I don't want to hear y'all saying that to me no more. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't want to hear it ever again. I want, what I want to hear is, man, I'm about to take this thing to another level. Ah, it's going to be hard, but I'm going to need help. 
Ooh, good. You can be confident in this very thing that he's begun a good work in Christ. He'll perform it. He'll work in you to will and do his good pleasure. He'll call you and also do it. How about that? Apart from him, you can do nothing anyway. So it works out, right? Every time I figure out what I need, it places more demand on Christ. Right? Right? Wonderful. <laughs> right? See, see, so, so, so. All right. That's enough. That's all. I'll just end there. You know, I just, there's more, but I'll just end there. Yeah. Let's, let's stand on your feet. We're done. We, we'll, we'll end on first. Have a seat. We'll end on first Peter 2. Well, I didn't want y'all to have to stand the whole time. All right. First Peter 2. Never know, you be at church, you might get an audible. It's the word. Like, we okay with uh, just an extra scripture? Hey, Gerard, speak of all y'all. He said, absolutely, take your time. He told me to preach another three hours. I'm not going to do that. I know we got other stuff going on. All right, look. So, verse 9. 1 Peter 2, verse 9. It says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Holy, holy. That word, there's that word holy again, right? Right? A peculiar people that should show forth the praise. Uh-oh. That should show forth the praises of him. Right? So, so. How do we show forth God's praises? We actually fulfill the real vision that he's given us, right? People go around and praise God for the the, the glorified impact that he has in our lives, right? All right, but look, show forth the praises of him. Look, who has called us what? Out of darkness into what? His marvelous light, real vision. See, darkness is that clouded, uh, uh, impaired, false vision. It's not really, it's not true. It's not real. Light is, see, real vision can stand in the light. It's totally exposed because it helps other people to see their way out of darkness. Right? Does that make sense? Right. So, I, I, I want to make sure I give you that scripture too. I, I had it, but it's just, just, just some food for thought, 